So here at the Weird History Retails Pod, I can say, you know, we pride ourselves in that we bring to the table some good content from time to time in our own, you know, interesting way. Whether it's talking about the boogeyman from around the world and talking about the PTSD that adults instill in us as children to breaking down a serial killer's most brutal killing, like in our three-part Albert Fish series, where we narrate his fetishes and ultimately his disturbing macabre writings, covering the exhausting but interesting and sad as fuck Cannibal Island, which was an island full of Russian refugees left to fend for themselves in the middle of winter, which was part of Stalin's plan to strengthen Mother Russia, to the taboo act of divine necrophilia, kind of. I'm talking about Carl Tanzler, the infamous German doctor who lived with the corpse of his beloved for over seven years before he was found out. This story is a fucking roller coaster, so please, please go back and listen to the series if you haven't heard it. So you see, we have some fun, interesting, and knowledgeable episodes. Some that gross you out, others that leave you wondering what certain people are thinking while other episodes hopefully leave you appreciating the world for how weird things can get. And today, it's not one of those episodes. Today, we won't be talking about lost loves or power-hungry moves government makes. No, 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 no. Today, we're going to be talking about fucking bugs, shit-eating, piss-drinking, nightmare-inducing bugs. talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> and then I'm talking <laughs> no but wait wait I have something for him boom shut down now you just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids the weird history and eerie tales podcast concentrate on the wow FYI, there's nothing wrong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales podcast. I am your host, Moses Soria. With me to my right is my brother, Josh. Great fucking intro. Right. Loved it. And Describe this. And with me to my left. Special guest. And with me to our left is a special guest, Archie. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a guest today, guys. I'm not. We we, we, we gave you the week off because, we well, yeah. first of all, your hands are looking a little heavy there, buddy. What's going on there? It's a bit shiny, bro. It's a little shiny. It's, it's a little a shiny, shiny, bro. I just got I just got my nails done. Oof, that's what it is. Yeah. For those of you that do not follow us on Instagram, shame on you. Weird history, it tells pod. You would know that our fucking brother, your co-host Achi, just got engaged to his beautiful, beautiful girlfriend now fiance, yep. Sonia. So, brother, congrats, buddy. bro. Yeah. So because of that, we get, we're like, you know what? Have the week off. Take, you know, do whatever you got to do because, you know, I knew today, I knew this week was going to be kind of busy because you're a teacher and spring yeah. break. Yeah. Apparently you said, fuck it. So you just showed up with, <laughs> so you just showed up with bourbon and monsters. What, what, what better way to celebrate spring break than <laughs> crashing your own, crashing my own podcast. <laughs> How are you going to come to work after they, after they give you the day off? Hey, what? but he came to work with, uh, with some bourbon. That's true. Cigars. See? And energy drinks? I, I made sure that they weren't going to be like, all right, 
Morning meeting tomorrow. <laughs> hey, we should make this guy special guest each episode. He brings gifts. <laughs> you better top that shit every time too. That whisk, that bourbon wasn't cheap too. I got, I got excited yeah. when I saw the McDonald's bag. It was empty. <laughs> it's a bag. It was empty. I was like, oh, for about cheeseburgers or chicken nuggets. No, I didn't. He did not. So if you guys heard of the intro, you guys know what the fuck we're talking about. Bugs. I chose this episode, which was a fucking huge mistake because I hate fucking bugs. Those shits creep me the fuck out. I For real? S- I'm squeamish, skirt. Every word you could describe, that's me when it comes to fucking insects. Everything about them. There's not one thing that's good about any bugs for me. Do, do you mind, like, squishing them or killing them? I prefer them. I love doing that. I just hate the feeling that, that feeling I get when I do it, the crunch or the smush. A potato uh, bug? Uh, I can't. So starting off this episode, there's a book called The Washing Away of Wrongs. And in it, it tells the story of how a fuck ton of flies swarming a corpse helped solve a crime scene. Also, this book is printed at 1215. So this is a long ass time ago. So the villagers all came together and they let, and they laid out their sickles and blades for investigation. And by watching the flies, they noticed that they all landed on one sickle in particular. It wasn't visible, but the blade still had traces of blood. And with this and other evidence, the owner of the sickle confessed to being the murderer and having used the sickle to commit the crime. And that's what I'm going to be stuttering and yapping about for the next couple of minutes. Forensic entomology, which is the study of insects to determine the time, location, and circumstance of death. And that shit, forensic entomology, is still used to this day. To this day. To this day. In 2003, for example, the FBI, they got in touch with a Lynn Kimsey, who's a U.S. Davis entomologist. And they asked her if she could do them a solid and inspect the bugs that were splattered against the car's radiator and air filter to see what states the car had driven through. Their thinking was that the suspect, a man named Vincent, had driven from Ohio to California to murder his family. He says he never left his home, so she said she would help him. 30 different kinds of bugs were splattered on the fucking car. Not one was intact. So she had to ID each and every bug by fragment of a wing here, a smashed body part there, Ooh, a, ran- fucking annoying, a random dude. leg sprinkled here. So she eventually found a grasshopper, a wasp, and two other bugs that could only have been splattered on during a trip through the West. So she, so she testified at the 2007 trial for five hours. And the jury convicted bitch boy Vincent of murder because of the fucking bugs on the radiator. What? So when it comes to forensic entomology, the most common and most use use of it isn't figuring out the time of death. Is not figuring the time of when a death happened. And this happens by examining the kinds of bugs that are fucking up the corpse. Then using that information with weather, with weather patterns and other crime scene related things. And because all of this info dump a dunk beetle gave us, scientists can figure out how long someone has been dead for. Whether the person was wounded before death and whether the body was moved at any point after the crime. 
So if you're there sitting there asking to yourself, so what kind of bugs do they use when it comes to entomology? Well, I'm glad you asked, my little baby birds, because here are the most common bugs used when it comes to catching criminals in the weirdest but most awesomest way possible. Don't you ever call me a baby bird ever again. So nightmare fuel. <laughs> so nightmare fuel number one is the blowfly, which is a regular housefly. The what? Blowfly. That's your type of fly. That's their actual name. The blowfly. Because yeah. blow. a, regu- a regular housefly is the called blowfly. a blowfly. Yes. Because you blow it away. <laughs> yes. The blowfly. Makes no sense. <laughs> the blowfly, the aka bitch ass housefly, because these little blue green colored flies they're usually the first ones on the scene after death all thanks to having the horrible ability to smell a corpse from a few hundred feet away so their noses are so fucking horny for this smell that they have been known to show up as quickly as 10 minutes after someone's kicked the bucket whoa the gross part is the most crucial part of their importance to entomology because as soon as they arrive to the scene, they begin to lay thousands of eggs in the body. And it is these eggs that are the key. The period of time to which these the period of time to which these eggs have hatched and moved through their stages of development can help pinpoint the time of a recent death. Sometimes the eggs are collected and scientists have to wait for them to hatch, then count backwards to determine the estimated time of death. So basically they know, all right, if the eggs so if the eggs are hatched, that means they've been here for this amount of days. Mm-hmm. And if they have traveled through up the street if they travel if they were inserted through the leg and they traveled up to the body and now we found them in the chest, then we know it takes them this amount of couple of days. So they're able to pinpoint where the eggs and the larvae are to how long the body's been there. Mm-hmm. The bitch has housefly also <laughs> the bitch ass housefly they also develop pretty quickly from egg to larva to pupa and that whole caterpie evolution is sped up by hot weather is it caterpie evolution yeah you know caterpie metapod butterfly, butterfly. you know it's fucking larva what is it egg larva to pupa we all heard the phrase cocaine is a hell of a drug and that rings true to flies as well what because it's like using an ice stone on Eevee to make a glacion, where this wonderfully smelling drug accelerates the fuck out of the maggot's growth. So if you give a maggot cocaine, that motherfucker grows up like it's, it's evolution is sped up like a motherfucker. It's like using what? an really? evolution stone. Yeah. There was a case where entomologist Emily uh, Goff was called in to help clear some things out on a murder case that was bamboozling the shit out of everyone involved. Yeah. Some of the larvae, some of the larvae on the found on the victim were so large that they appeared to be at least three weeks old. Yeah. While others were tiny and suggested that the time of death had only been a few hours max. Oh, hence of being bamboozled. Yeah, they're like, right, the body's been dead only for a few fucking hours. According we to have, these motherfuckers. Yeah, fucking larvae that have been that are the size of that they've been alive for like fucking three weeks. What the hell's going on? So Lee <clears throat> put on a science he put he put a science pants on, and with his stethoscope and beaker in hand, he was able to de- to determine that the larger ones had been eaten around the victim's nose. 
and that she had been sniffing some of the devil's nose candy, if you know what I mean, right before she died. So once that was figured out, the, and the difference between the size of the bugs was out of the way, the police were able to figure out the exact time of death. So because this lady did some cocaine, she OD'd, passed out. Some of the larvae stayed in her nose, and they mm. fucking ate that while the other ones ate whatever else. Yeah. The ones that were eating the cocaine and fucking... Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug, and they yeah. fucking became brawly. They were uh, fucking brawly the fuck out. You know? The more you know. So that's the first nightmare bug on our list. They're just screaming. They're metapods. On the microscope. <laughs> <laughs> They're titans from Attack on Titan that just yeah. riding around their fucking... <laughs> So number two on our list is the shitty, real shitty, Rove Beetle. So the Rove Beetle is the second bug you would see on the body as it enters its gross, decayed phase. They show up and eat whatever the first wave of flies had left behind. And that's it. That's that's it? That's it. That's how you do. Nice and simple. Leftovers? Yeah. Yeah. Next on the list. <laughs> <laughs> the next on the list. Sure and, sure and sweet, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure and sweet, yeah. yeah sure and sweet. Are they even useful to find like the timeline of the body? Yes, because if you know that they've, if you if you find rove beetles, <clears throat> you know they've been there for a while because the body's been decaying. Oh, okay. Uh, but you don't need to you don't need to find the, the rove beetles yeah. to know that the body's decaying. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the more you know. Yeah, for yeah. shits and giggles. Yeah. yeah. So next on our list is the burring beetle, mm. right? Now, this disgusting little fucker takes the cake so far. For being the most macabre of all three bugs I've covered so far. Whoever named the burning beetle didn't even fucking try. They just saw a beetle that liked to bury shit and was like, aha, that's the name, burying beetle. That's all the fucking beetle does. They didn't even give it a scientific name. It's just burying beetle. My money is that it's the same asshole that named the fireplace and the waterfall and gave those things their name. Bitch is the same person. <laughs> Just a lazy asshole. Anyways. Straight forward. Yeah. So the beetle is attracted to corpses because of their smell and shows up if the body is something they are able to bury. This is because of how they do things in their world. So let me break this down to you. So the burying beetle would find, let's say it would find a dead mouse or a bird or other small, you know, little dead animal. So they would dig an actual hole Lining up the hole with the fur or the feathers of the animal that they're digging. Kind of creating like a crypt. <clears throat> yeah. So once the corpse of the little animal is inside this hole, the female would lay eggs inside the crypt, a.k.a. hole. So once their eggs hatch, their gross little larvae will have a source of food. And I was, th- I was, I was looking at pictures. They don't dig down. They dig into things. So let's say if it's like a little hill. They go, they'll dig like a little cave and then they'll fucking deep pluck the feathers or whatever and use that to cover the whole wall and the floor so it's warm enough. They'll throw the dead body in in there and then just lay the eggs and then they'll just stay around the area so, they, so they'll protect their babies and once the babies hatch, the babies immediately start eating that animal. What? So in the case of the human body, the beetles would go under the body and burying small bits of flesh that they would tear from the corpse. Ooh. So they'll just start tearing pieces of flesh and banking their own holes and doing that shit. Carnivorous? Sometimes they would lay their eggs inside the body since the body is too fucking big to bury. 
So finding these burning beetles can sometimes result. What happened? <laughs> so finding these burning beetles can sometimes result in a ah oh, fuck moment since they eat the flies' larvae and eggs that I first mentioned. Oh, so they also eat that too? Yeah. What? Meaning that they can get rid of critical information that the gross little fly babies provide. Mm-hmm. So if you get there too late and these fucking burning beetles come in there, they start eating the bugs and the larvae and the fucking, and the bitch ass house flies, the little eggs that they, that they hatched, mm-hmm. taking away the information that uh, entomologists might need to know how long the body has been there. Right. So if you, so if you start seeing these burning beetles, you're like, oh, fuck, we might be too late because these motherfuckers have eaten everything else inside. Mm. Now, last, Ooh. definitely, definitely least, is the most metaled named bug so far on my list. Metal named bug? <clears throat> bug. Right. How metal? I mean, bro? not really, but it's called the skin beetle. The skin what? beetle. Skin beetle. Sounds like a thrash metal band. That's what I was thinking. So, skin beetles, they are always late to the party. <laughs> They're called the late stage scavengers. And these nasty little fuckers often appear a couple of months after death has occurred. Months? Months. So I'm pretty sh- I'm assuming you, if you're going to find a skin beetle on a corpse, the corpse is probably going to be a dead animal and not a dead human. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, you know those beetles that we see in movies that museums or supervillains use to eat the skin clean off the bone? Have you guys ever seen... Movies where they have beetles on a like on a corpse and the beetles are eating the flesh off the bones. Nah, the only thing I can think of is like the mummy. Is that those are those are called skin beetles? Wait, those are that's what it is? No, the ones I'm talking about. Oh, okay, those are called skin beetles. Their um, museums use it when they find like the bones of a of an animal that they want to put up. Uh-huh. They just put it inside a little cage and they put a bunch of skin beetles. And the skin beetles will eat everything off the bone, leaving the bone white nice and clean. clean. I haven't watched. Really? Have you watched a video like that? No. Yeah, there's supervillains that use that. I forgot what movie it is. Supervillains? What, what movie do you watch? I think in the late, the last Mummy movie with Tom Cruise, yeah. when he meets Dr. Jekyll, you know, Dr. Jekyll's office has a bunch of shit in his office. Uh, I haven't watched that. Movie. And they're walking, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a skin beetle, and he points at something. That's, I mean, he's not a supervillain, but yeah, that's a skin beetle. Hmm. Okay. Another kind of beetle that's related to this fucking and to this <coughs> family, mm-hmm. it also appears late in the composition process, is the most famous of all these creepy crawlers, the ham beetle. The ham? Ham. But they're most famously known as the scarab beetle. Oh. Which we'll actually so for all of us Brandon Fraser fans, specifically the movie movies, you know, those fucking beetles that would come <gasps> out when Emotep would show up Emotep. or they come off the wall Emotep. and burrow inside the bodies of those around. This is cursed. That, that is cursed. Those are called ham beetles. The reason why they're called ham beetles is because of their habit of fucking up dried meats. Uh, so they're called ham beetles because I guess dried meats it yeah. looks like a ham or something. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. By then the corpse is already like drying out. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what they call the late stage scavengers. But yeah, but those fucking scarab beetles, bro, to this day it's still like yeah. uh, uh, stay, bro. Yeah. I was like when I was doing research when I was looking it up on scarab beetles, let me watch this fucking let me watch a few clips, you know. 
I forgot how fucked up that scene when Benny dies when they're trying to skip the pyramid. Yeah, fuck oh, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, fuck Benny. Fuck Benny. But like the part where Brendan Fraser still tries to help him out and then oh, the door okay. closes yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, goodbye, Benny. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Fucking Benny. Yeah, fuck that dude. Fuck, Be- fuck Benny, Benny. Fuck you. <laughs> that fucking cockroach looking mother. I mean, he played smart though. So then that that then one beetle, <clears throat> the bearing beetle, mm-hmm. you you don't want to be in that stage because they're already like tearing up evidence. Basically, yeah, they're, yeah. Once you find that, the, there's gonna you you hope there's some there's, there's some evidence. There's some yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. But the scarab beetle, fuck Benny. Yeah. That's gonna be our next our next fucking uh, episode. Next. Birch idea. <laughs> fuck Benny. Yep. Sucks for all the Benny people out there. Damn. If you're man, if you're a Benny fan, fuck you too. <laughs> I'm a saying Benny for fan. You're <laughs> saying there's someone called Benny. Oh. Yeah, people that are named Benny, but yeah, fuck him too. Yeah, fuck him too. You're a Benny fan. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you're on the wrong side of the <laughs> river. I'm gonna watch the mummy after this. Do you have him? The third one's not bad, bro. The third one's not bad. What, the one- Tom Cruise one? No, that, no, that's the new one. one. There's a third one where he they go to the Appalachian Mountains and fucking have Sasquatch and they fight with Sasquatch against what? like these- fucking dragons or some shit, right? Against dragons. Is this one that never came in the movie theaters? No, it did. Oh, it, it but did? it came out like seven years after. You oh, know how the shit. first one came out in 2000? Yeah. And then the they Scorp- replaced uh, and the Scorpion King came out like 2002. Yeah. This one came out like 2011. Yeah, but they replaced the the fucking actress. What fuck's her name? Well, she didn't want to come out anymore. Oh, she was busy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She was busy. Evie? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Evie. My beautiful Evie. <sighs> beautiful Evie. Well, you talked about death bugs. I'm going to talk about uh, aggressive sex. Aggressive sex? Aggressive sex. So this, so this is going to be a gross, horny a episode. Gross, horny, and violent sex. Hey. Some of us like aggressive, you know, we like a little bit of slap and tickle. But these motherfucking bugs take it to another fucking level. A little slap and tickle. What, what is uh, this? this is more than slap and tickle. BDSM? Or what is it called? This is murder, bro. This is murder? <laughs> <laughs> this cold blood murder right here. Bro. You've gone far beyond the teasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is from the book called Wicked Bugs by Amy Stewart. And the title of this chapter of these aggressive, horny bugs. Okay. Cold murder is she's just not that into you. Oh, fuck. And here's a list of these fucking horny, aggressive, killing fucking bugs. Starting off with number one, we have Achi. what's called <laughs> a, <Achi. laughs> a fucking Achi, bro. No, a banana slug. I repeat, really? a banana slug. And this is why. This Santa is why. Barbara fucking mascot? Exactly. No, you see Santa Cruz. You see Santa Cruz. You see Santa Cruz. Correction, right? Correction. It's a banana slug. Now, fun fact, these slugs are the largest land slug in North America in North America, and second largest in the world. They can reach about 10 inches to 4 ounces, but are more typically about 6 to 8 inches. About, fun fact, boring shit out the window. And this is where it gets more interesting and more violent. What do you mean boring shit? A giant slug? Well, that's point compared to what I have for you in store right now, son. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, you're the guest, so I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Okay, that's true. Dang, that was real quick. You went silent real quick. Okay, cool. So this is where it gets very interesting. These banana slugs, these slugs, are considered um, <clears throat> hermaphrodites. Okay, so in nature, which means they both um, they they have both male and female sexual organs. 
So they had very kinky and violent sex. Now, here's a description on how they fuck. Okay, no one likes sex without some foreplay. Now, neither do these sick fucking slugs. When these slugs are ready to mate, they leave a trail of slime, a.k.a. cum, that acts like an invitation to those who are ready to fuck and take each other to pound town. These slugs literally eat each other's slimes and size each other up before actually mating. So first they eat their nut, and then they're like, mm, let me see. And when I say they size each other up, they literally right penetrate each other to see if they're a perfect fit. Really? Just so they won't get stuck after the session. So this just, is crucial. This is tryout sex. Yeah, this is to make sure they are a perfect fit. That's dating, bro. Literally. That's dating, bro. Dating. That's, dating. That's Tinder. That's Tinder? <laughs> They swipe this is, yeah, this is a, a murder Tinder for you all. Oh, fuck. Yeah, if, if, if you're a bug and you're a male and you're listening to this, bro, abort. <laughs> swipe left. <laughs> swipe left. <laughs> Since they both will penetrate each other simultaneously, they have to make sure they don't get stuck. They will be, in, they will be intertwined for several hours, binding each other during the session. Several hours? Fuck you. That's, mm-hmm. that's them trying it out? No, that's them already. Oh, okay. Once, okay, we're a perfect fit. All right, right. bam. Let the fucking begin for several hours. Fuck. And they bite each other to, like, fucking, I guess, I I don't say gush out blood, but, yeah, they they fucking secrete slime to just make it easier on them or some shit. It's weird. It's kinky as fuck. Damn, what? I'm I'm giving you 15 minutes. Hours? 15 minutes. I'm getting mine. You better get yours. Rest in peace, Bernie Matt. Thank you. I got mine. You better, you better get, get yours. yours. <laughs> oh boy! So when they finally begin to disengage, they sometimes get stuck. This now forces a partner to begin what's called albophilation, the act of removing, or in this case, chewing, of their partner's dick. Oh! They literally bite off the partner's dick off. Now, surprisingly, we've all been there when the girl uses too much teeth. Mm, well, huh. but you haven't got your dick bit off, huh? Well, mm-hmm. surprisingly, the partner that got its dick chewed off can still live a healthy life okay. and mate, but they can only mate as a female now. Again, they have both sexual organs. Oh, right. So whoever uh, got their dick bit off, they are now just used as the taker. Oh. All right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's number one, the banana slug. Now, number two, we have fireflies. Fireflies? Fireflies. What? Fireflies use their display of lights to attract one another. They use specific patterns to attract their own species and not another. This is crucial because there's different, like, subspecies of fireflies. fireflies. So depending on the, like, pattern of light they do, it will... It's a signal of attraction to their specific... Oh. Yeah. So you don't want to miss swipe or, you know, fuck up. Now, this system of Tinder works pretty swell until a femme fatale, which translates to uh, a good time. Uh, well, a fatal woman, oh. which is a which they which the subspecies of this is a fortuitous various color, which is a firefly that gets involved in these patterns, but they deceive. They have their own pattern for their own mate, but then they have a. Uh, a deceiving pattern to attract another race 
of fireflies. Oh. And this pattern is to attract another male from a different species. They're swingers. Now, if the dumb motherfucker forgets his female fucking uh, light pattern to signify, yo, we're the same, we're compatible, we're the same species, come over here, let's fuck. If they forget that shit, and they fall for this phony-ass signal, well, the Fonfotel attacks and eats the male firefly. Bro, if I was a firefly and I saw another firefly that wasn't compatible with me, but she had a fat ass, I'm dying. I'm dead. You dead? I, I fall for, I'll fall for it. <laughs> I'm falling for it. Just real quick, fuck my life. If I'm just chilling there and then I know I'm not compatible with Meg the Stallion, but she's like, woo, 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 like, doing, like doing the fingers for me to go over she's there. She's like, eh. Yeah, like, eh. I'm there. <laughs> she's like, eh. What's up, bitch? A.K.A. It'd be a glorious death. It's not, because you're not really fucking. The second you get close, she fucks you up. Oh. And she eats you. But it's Meg the Stallion, though. Well, anywho. Now, after eating the male firefly, she absorbs his defensive chemi- uh, chemicals that he uses to keep predators away. So oh. she becomes like a fucking cell. She eats this motherfucker. Like Dragon Ball Z eats the motherfucker and just fucking like gets her fucking and powers and shit. I know Cell doesn't absorb the powers, but she she grows to be strong. Yeah. So she has her own actual Defense. signal for her actual mate that she wants to fuck. And then she has this phony ass this signal. De- this decoy. Yeah, yeah, this decoy to attract another attract male. To, attract us dumbasses. That's, that, that's what she uses to get that power. Yeah. She kills him and she eats him. She goes, ah. She goes, ah. <laughs> so that's Fireflies for you. Uh, up next, we have the Praying Mantis. Oof. Now, a female Praying Mantis known, are known for eating their mate during sex. Not in the good way. Yeah, yeah, not, not the good eating. Not the filasho eating. For this reason, male Mantis... Mantises approach with extreme. I'm talking about extreme caution before even attempting to fuck a female mantis. They assess the situation by making sure the female mantis has had anything to eat. So before they're like, all right, I think she looks full. I think she's full. I'm going to go for it. That's like having sex with, with, with your girlfriend. You, you got to make sure she's eating. If not, you're getting your ass beat. Yeah. Well, you, well let me continue. Because if not, most will bell. If they know, all right, she hasn't eaten. Oh, she's hungry. I'm not fucking that. I'm out. I'm out. But others, these are the risky, horny motherfuckers. Others will jump on her, will mount her from afar to avoid getting grabbed and eating so like you know what what's up i'm gonna pounce on this yeah mm-hmm. quick fuck mm-hmm. tune and boot it yeah now despite of not getting eaten prior to the mouth most females tend to turn around and bite the head off of their mate during their session so if he approaches her he gets the green light he's he's he, he's going ham behind her bam, bam, bam. she turns around and she just whoop, snip it, his fucking head. He looked back. She, his, she looked back. Not at his it. dickhead. His actual head. <laughs> she looked back at it. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and the guy was like, "Whoa!" Surprisingly, the male continues to bang his life away while getting eaten, oh. and not the good eating. 
So when I picture when I read this, I pictured like one of those fucking uh, oh yeah 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 literally bang. That's his a life trooper, away. bro. That's a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> I pictured like That's his last dying wish. Like That's... like one of those scenes where like people get decapitated, but they get decapitated too quick that they see their head falling and they see the world upside down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he sees his body. He's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm he's going like, yes! out with the bang. Literally. Yeah. Literally. But it's not like one chomp, right? It's like little like no. pieces. No, or is it? One well, yeah, chomp? yeah. Well, if you're lucky enough, it's one chop. Yeah. If not, she literally eats you during the whole. Yeah. So the lucky sons of bitches who made it through the act without getting eaten are often seen perched or mounted on top of her, and this is not a sign of dominance. No, this is a sign a of fear. Ah, of ah, fear. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> She's holding on to the girl. Ah, ah. <laughs> no, no, no. After, after. After the whole the deed has been done, they're still on the climax. They're on there, but again, not <laughs> for, yeah, 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 not like, to show cool? sign of dominance yeah. because they are scared of their fucking life. This again is a is a sign of fear. Males dismount slowly with great caution to Book avoid it. gaining uh, gaining turn into a snack after sex. So they dismount slowly. And hope that they have a quiet and blissful escape. And hope she's not get off, get off, get off. Because mm-hmm. now she's like, chow, 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 chow. so that's a praying mantis for you. It's brutal. This is more brutal over here. Last what? but not least, we have what's known as a golden orb weaver. Now, this Australian spider is oh, no. I'm out. cannibalistic as fuck. Australian spider. Australian spider. Anything Australian can fucking suck my. Ass when it comes to those animals, bro. You really want them to suck your ass? Oh, fig- no, not, fig- <laughs> not, not literally. I mean, figuratively. Yeah. Roughly 60% of the sexual encounters between these spiders and yep. with the female eating the male. More than half. Okay, more than half. So, so, Actually, more than half. So, in the words of Dumb and Dumber, there's a chance I won't get eaten. Y- yes, yes. <laughs> there's a 40% chance you might That's all I want, bro. Yeah. That's all I want. I believe in myself. Believe your chances? I, I could play the odds. And to make things worse, the males make up a significant amount of nutrition intake. So that's what they eat. That's so that's like, what they eat. That's, that's part of their... That's part of their fucking calorie intake, bro. That's a diet, bro. Yeah, dick. That's keto. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine part of your calorie... A, part, a, lot, a huge part of your calorie intake is dick. I know a few girls like that. <laughs> I know a few girls like that. <laughs> they admit it. They're cool. Yeah. Now, to make things more horrible for these poor sons of bitches, the males are often unable to distangle themselves, right, to get to get off of these. So they're stuck. Uh-huh. Without breaking off part of their own sexual organ. <laughs> so in order to get off, you literally got to break your dick off. But we've all been there. We're in a situation where, like, I'm going to just bring my dick off and bounce. Just me? All right. Now, according to researchers, after they break their dick off, the males, right, technically they have very little success on mating, extremely low with another, if they make it out alive. Yeah. So they're, like, they're most likely more beneficial to be eaten after they break their dick off. So they're more useful after they break their dick off to become... To get consumed, literally. 
by the female. So that's more beneficial. It's more beneficial. Because they're useless technically after that. Right? Mating is not really a thing anymore. So uh, might as well get eaten. I mean, it becomes if, if, if they told you you couldn't bust a nut anymore, would you go on with your life? If I can't bust a nut? If you can't bust a nut anymore, would you go on with your life? Like, if your dick don't work no more? Limp. Dick. Forever, forever. Damn. Would you want to keep? Would Would you want to keep going? Take me out, watch you. <laughs> Pull the plug, motherfucker. Jeez. Pull the trigger, son. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Fuck bugs. Bugs. <laughs> fuck bugs. Fuck Benny. <laughs> yeah, fuck Benny. Fuck Benny. Fuck bugs. I didn't real. Oh. There you go. That's our shirt. Fuck <laughs> Benny. Fuck bugs. <laughs> fuck bugs. Fuck Benny. People are going to fuck Bugs Bunny. <laughs> These fucking idiots can spell Bugs Bunny. <laughs> okay. Just fuck Benny. We're going to have fuck Bugs Benny and we're going to have a picture of Bad Bunny. <laughs> just confuse the fuck out of uh, Just confuse the fuck out of Just oh confuse the God. fuck out of everybody. Shit, I don't think I wore that what, shit, bro. What are we selling, bro? There's going to be so many questions being <laughs> thrown at me, bro. You're going to be so confused. But yeah, this is a this is a, a short and sweet little episode because um I don't want to talk about bugs anymore because those shits freak me out. Um, Achi, again, congratulations, bro. Thank you. Congratulations, thank you. congratulations, thank you, Sonia. Thank, congratulations to you. Thank you, you too. for having me as a guest. Too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does it feel being a guest on your own show? How does it feel? It feels pretty nice, huh? Just chilling, 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 drinking bourbon, chilling. You are drinking bourbon. How many shots have you taken, or how many? It's just been two. Two. All just right. Been two. It's my first time trying bourbon, so. And it's bourbon whiskey. Bourbon whiskey. Not bourbon scotch. Correct. All right. Not scotch whiskey. Yes. Is it scotch whiskey, yeah. I had a monster. So we're, we're, learning. we're learning. We're learning. Yeah, so um, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is, this is a short episode, but short and sweet. You know, we got to keep it, you know. Keep we it got, simple. We got to keep me sane from all this editing. But... Uh, <laughs> But um, again, um, thank you guys so much. Add us on Instagram. Weird history. Evie tells pod. Um, you guys could go on our Instagram, check it out there, so you guys can congratulate Achi and Sonia. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Um, we are. We've said it multiple times, but now we're on the ball. We are getting. Well, we are getting our merch. Uh, we're on the process of getting our merch printed. Hell yeah! Um, thanks to our brother's uh, older sister uh, Renee's older sister so rest in peace Renee she's right. gonna help us out which is like fucking it's awesome it's like poetry like you know yeah. like we're having her she's gonna be part of the show helping us out printing our uh, printing our shirts and um, so she's right now she's doing some samples that she's gonna give to us she's doing um, and once that happens we're gonna post them up on our Instagram for you guys to look to look at them and we're gonna have two shirts up we're gonna have a a regular podcast shirt in case you guys aren't into the other shirt, which Thanks. is a you know, which is a, a, like a band related theme shirt, but it's about Carl Tanzler, which is one of our most famous, which is one of our most, most popular episodes, and one that you guys when we were doing it that you guys were really like waiting for for us and to keep yeah for yeah. us to, to keep going. going. So we're gonna have a Carl Tanzler episode, uh, Carl Tanzler shirt, which is gonna be a long sleeve, and then a regular T shirt of just 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 for the podcast in case you guys want to do it, and we're gonna do pre orders. But for now, uh, we're just waiting on the samples to come in so we can take some pictures and then you know. We'll go moving from there. And, um, yeah, so, again, um, yes, if you guys could add us on Instagram, do that. That's where we're going to post these uh, these pictures up. 
rate if you guys could rate and review us, that would be amazing too. If you guys don't know how to do it, you can go to our Instagram, Weird History, Here It's Spot, and click on the link that we have on our page, and that'll take you to the iTunes page. And then from there, you could just go to click on the podcast and just go rate and review. And just you know, if you guys don't have an iPhone and we have an iPhone, fuck you waiting for. What the fuck you waiting for? Just do it, bro. Just I want to say thanks for all the shoutouts. I've been we've been getting a lot of people reposting us, saying how. They've been liking our, our, our show, liking our episodes, been he- helping you guys out through this tough time. Appreciate it, guys. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, we really appreciate those comments. Yeah. Makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes it like we're actually doing something. Like, oh, yeah, we're not shitty. I mean, we're. I mean, I mean, I mean we are shitty. We're shitty. But we're, but not we're not that, that shitty. shitty. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're shitty people. Yeah. Okay. No, no, we're shitty co hosts. What? We're not shitty people. We're just shitty co hosts. I'm a shitty guest. <laughs> all right guys yeah so yeah. so we're gonna end the shitty episode <laughs> uh, thank you guys and as always we are the weird history evie tells pod